So here's somebody uh, who is not focused on what's going wrong, and his name is Joe. It's, hi, Dr. Kenner. I just can't feel anything. Happiness? Love? What does it mean? I'm not a happy human being. Everything started when I was a kid. I'm an only child, and I always wanted to be accepted by my dad. He's never said he was proud of me or that he loves me. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Since childhood, I've been trying to prove to my dad and myself that I am worth something. I left home in my teens, and I became a father when I was 18. I married and divorced a few years later. I couldn't handle family life, the routine. It was too much. I was struggling. One day, I packed my backpack, and that was it. I never came back. I love my 12-year-old daughter, Mary, and I call her by phone twice a year. I'm getting a chance to see her. She doesn't live in the same country. I've made many other poor choices in my life. I cheated on a girlfriend. I drink too much. How do I become happier? Joe. Joe, you want to stop running. You want to, if you can, get some professional help. You sound open to it now. And what what do you do? First, I want to deal with your daughter. Then I'll go back into talking a little about a bit a little bit about uh, your past, your relationship with your dad, and your choices you made. So, what do you do when you meet up with your daughter? You know, she's already she's already a twelve year old kid now. Uh, what do you do? Well, you want to acknowledge the truth to her. You don't want a lot of lies. You don't want excuse-making. You know, my dad made me do it or something. And you want to do it in a way that doesn't stress her out, that doesn't add layers of adult stuff into her very young life. So you want to do so in an age-appropriate way. Um, In fact, what I might even suggest is to check with her first to make sure she wants to meet up with you. You know, she may not. She's 12 years old, and it's a long time to go without having a dad in her life or someone that calls her, what, maybe twice a year. And she may have another person in her life that she considers a dad, and it may just really mess up the waters, you know, make things really confusing for her. So you might write to her in advance or email her or maybe talk to her mom, and you might ask if you do it directly with her you might say something along the following lines of course you'll find your own words you could say this is again to your 12 year old daughter hi Mary this is awkward for me since I so regret having left you in the past I've made excuses for that that I never felt love from my dad but that's even more reason that I should not have abandoned you Since my life was such a mess at the time and I'm only starting to learn new skills, perhaps my leaving home spared you having to deal with my drinking, etc. Of course, it would have been much better if I had learned how to cope better earlier without the drinking, and I imagine it was very difficult for you. Now we have the opportunity to meet. First, let me know if you want this. I want to meet with you only if you have some interest in doing so. You can use it as an opportunity to ask me questions or to fill me in on your life, you know, what's important to you. Or we can just keep it very low-keyed if you prefer. I wish I had not run away in the past but have to accept that I did. Let me know what you would like. 
and I might not sign it, Dad, because I don't know how she sees you. Uh, so these are my words. I don't have your full context, and they're not going to replace your words. You need to be true to yourself, and you want to make sure you don't overload her. She's a 12-year-old kid uh, with telling her details of your life and very kind of sordid stories that uh, that just are going to take away her childhood or her, her teenage years. And so, again, you can try this type of approach if it fits the, the situation. Again, I highly recommend therapy, and you can go to a website, academyofct.org. That's academy, and it means CT is cognitivetherapy.org, and find a therapist near you. Uh, if you choose to directly meet up with her, find out what's on her mind and let that lead the conversation. And again, you're not going to be able to force any outcome if she gives you that opportunity. She's her own person and she'll make her own decisions regarding her relationship with you. Now, I want to say a word about uh, the whole, you know, why are you not feeling anything? Why don't you feel happiness or love and you're not a happy human being? What I'm hearing in that is a different question. How do I build good character and discover psychological independence so that I don't keep coping by running away from responsibility and making very bad choices? So you are talking about self-esteem. And let's talk about your dad first. So your dad never said he loved you. He was a hands-off, emotionally off father. And that is very painful for any child to have to live through. It doesn't need to destroy your life. You didn't get what I, we, Dr. Locke and I in our book, uh, we wrote a book, which you can get at my website, drkenner.com, D-R-K-E-N-N-E-R.com. Uh, it's called The Selfish Path to Romance, How to Love with Passion and Reason. At the beginning, we talk about how to make yourself lovable. And it is wonderful when you get that psychological visibility from a parent. You have not done it with your own child. And so, you will need to really re do a lot of rethinking, and I really think therapy will help. What I want you to know about self-esteem is that it comes not fundamentally from your dad's evaluation of you or from anyone else's evaluation of you. It comes from your own knowledge of the choices that you have and are making. The are making is very good because that means you can change your choices around and, and make yourself into a better person, improve yourself and improve your self-esteem in the process or build self-esteem. If you've made poor choices in the past, you first want to be able to recognize them. Re that takes a lot of strength because most people just keep running and running their whole life. They drown in an alcohol and you're looking to return it around so you can again feel okay feeling again. When we just make a lot of bad choices and we're left with a lot of bad feelings about ourselves, many people try to run away psychologically, not just physically. I know you're running away physically, but they deaden their feelings. They say, don't feel the negative feelings and your subconscious says, okay, honey, I hear you and you're not going to feel the positive ones either. So you want to stop running away from yourself. You want to learn some good cognitive therapy skills, especially premise change. You want to focus on whatever strengths you do have accurate strengths and build on them. And again, I highly recommend cognitive therapy. And I wish you the best and I wish uh, certainly wish Mary the best. Uh, uh, people can change, uh, but that, that'll be up to her what she decides to do with her relationship with you. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner on the Rational Basis of Happiness. Mm -hmm.